My PMA is getting like it's getting larger and larger. It's growing weekly, daily, if you will. It's throbbing. So b- Joe, it's throbbing. It's a big throbbing PMA. Yeah, it's pulsating. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, thank God. And as I said, love is in the air. I Period. Keep throwing this out there. I just feel like that is that is the motto of life. Love is in the air. Okay. You like that? I love that for you. I'm leading into it. I'm confused about it, but I'm happy for you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's the new that's the new me. Yeah. Is I'm confused about it, but I'm happy for you is how I'm gonna start going. Because like I'm someone so who's So it's no longer gonna be like a why are you doing that? It's a I'm confused. I'm confused, for you, but... but I'm happy. I think that my thing is <laughs> I honestly think I'm pro- – I can't start therapy and get a meet- – I, I, now I'm in a therapist mindset every time we start this podcast. Maybe not the worst concept. I kind of love it. But I'm just thinking, like, maybe a lot of my frustration and my judgment comes from I don't like not knowing something. Mm-hmm. So when something confuses me, I'm like, you're crazy. Yeah. Instead of being like, I'm, conf- I'm confused, yeah. but I'm glad that love is in the air for you. Yeah. You're crazy. What's wrong with you? Stupid. Stupid. You're happy. So why is love in the air? What's going on? I just feel like the past couple of days, things have been shifting in my favor. Oh, you think? I do. Okay. And it could be the affirmations. It could be the self Are you doing them every day? I am. Oh my God. I am. Can we do some at the start right now? Yeah, absolutely. Can you throw some at me? I'll repeat. Yeah. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am confident. I am confident. I am sexy. I am sexy. I am smart. I am smart. I am capable. I am capable. I am strong. I am strong. I am resilient. I am resilient. I am passionate. I am passionate. I am excited. I am excited. I have a voice. I have a voice. Good children! And I am fine with that. Period. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to Good Children, the podcast where hosts Joe Hedges and Andrew Muscarella reflect on our 22 years of friendship growing up in the late 2000s, early 2010s, and all of the nostalgia, trauma, and graduations that came along with it. What a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> it's been through what a big every mistake. single year. <laughs> Huge a mistake. Big mistake on our part. What the hell were we doing? Why were we doing this? Why did we do this? We made it. We made it. I and think that we'll never do something like what we did for the past seven episodes again. No. Seven episodes, yeah. Seven episodes. Yeah, that was not it. It we really... Done. It was some of the most troubled parts... Of our life. Of, of my our, entire life. Like, yeah. not just of the podcast. Because you guys... You know what? Like, reflecting on our childhood, amazing. Reflecting on some of the most awkward years of our lives, though, it brings up some... It brings up some things. It, it brings, brings up, up some things. I enjoy it. I just didn't like the structure. Yeah. It was too structured. Like, we like, I just want to sit and gab. We got ADHD. Nothing. We want to bounce. Listen, my therapist today, to bring him back up, he, I was really trying to get him to, like, get me someone to diagnose with ADHD, and he just, like, didn't even bother. He was like, yeah, you have it. <laughs> like, he didn't even bat an eye. It's like, don't even worry he about like, it. Yeah, I- for sure. And people with ADHD should do things. Like, and start giving me a list of things to do. Yeah. Wow. He was like, how CBT. many more tasks did you do? CBD? CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Oh, yeah, for I'm sure. leaning in. Yeah, you're leaning in. Yeah, I'm going to go start going for five-minute walks. That's nice. Yeah. 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 
Senior year. Senior year. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about all things 12th grade. That last year you're the head honcho of that school. It's honestly the last year before things get serious. We've said this about every (laughs) Every grade of our lives. Every grade. (laughs) Because is it the last year before? Were things serious for you? Things were as serious as they could get for you senior year of high school. But you got to think. I'm about to leave. After this year, I'm I'm moving out. I'm becoming an adult. Yeah, you are. That's the thing. This is my last year to genuinely feel like a kid. Under that I had roof. a couple. I had a good ten years <laughs> of that afterwards. Um, you still, you just got out of it. Yeah, um, senior year is a great time. I think that, and I've talked about this before. I've always benefited from the end of something. I mm-hmm. always grow the most at the end of a school year, at the end of an experience, at the end of a job, like. Mm-hmm. I think it's when I stop caring. Like, I've stopped worrying so much about what other people are thinking. And I'm like, I'm just going to be myself. And senior year was that for me. It was the time when I was like, I'm going to make friends. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to, well, I'm going to become royal, actually, is yes. what happened. So I'm going to become someone else. You know, I'm going to develop I mean, a, it's the, an again, alter ego. Last year to do it, you might as well try it out, especially yeah. a few months before that school year ends. Why not? If you were to do royal and everyone's like, that's a fucking freak. Well, that well, it doesn't is, matter. I think that's what happened. Yeah, but like, now? That's, look at me now. Now royal, royal, is, royal is one of the most royalty. celebrated characters in film history. It's truly. That's the one. It's ongoing. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much to Wes Anderson for yep. developing the character first. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say it, though, oh. about royal. And I know that you've shown the picture multiple times. You've shared it. But. This one with the I look kind of good. You look really good, Joe. I look kind of good. And it was kind of alarming and shocking when I was looking back on it. I was like, really? you mo- you were modeling. I've always been a model. Yes. I've yeah, o- yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think at my core, like, and I'm not even saying that in like a self-celebratory way. Like, I've always known how to pose in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. Like, whether or not the pictures turned out good, whether or not, like, I have mm-hmm. model proportions... I kind of do. Yeah. Um, at least some of them. Um, I have always known how to take a picture yes. of myself. Yes. So, yeah, Royal. And that was at the time I had my camera for a couple of years now. I was, like, really on the internet. I knew you were how up to take in that pictures. room being like, Photo let's shoot, do this. Go. Yeah. I know my angles. Yes. Yeah. And I was actually rolling up a piece of paper to look like a joint and put it in my mouth for a few of them. Because so I wanted nuts. to smoke weed so badly. You're such a nuts person. That's me. I'm confused, but I'm happy. I'm confused, but I'm happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Prom. Prom. You had prom. I had banquet. Mm. How, what's up with your prom? Should we, should we start with the beginning of the year, maybe? And then yeah, get you're to right. That? You're right. I feel like I, because I have some shit to say about that goddamn fucking prom. Yeah, you, you might as well shit. leave that shit I don't shit talk to, to any of those people anymore. No, and they don't, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Not one of them, except for Frank. And that's fine. It just goes to show you that a lot of things went down. Um, and now it's been almost a decade. And those tensions, those ba- the, the blood is still bad to this day. Um, Wait, that's tough. You start the year. You're like, oh my God, this is it. This is our last September. This is our last first day of school. Oh my God, going into school, saying that to everybody, like giving people hugs, being like, you guys. We have 180 days left. We're never going to have another September 7th ever again. Yeah. We're never going to have another 9-11 in school again ever again. (laughs) Me. You. (laughs) You, because like after that, like you won't be in, you won't be in college on 9-11. But not with your not with your class. Not with my class. Not with the kids I grew up with for four years. Not with your class. <laughs> um, 
Showing up to school, first day of school outfits, you know that was the biggest deal what for you, What did you wear? This was the story. We've mentioned that. We'll bring John up. Paul Weiss. Wore the same wore that same outfit as John Paul Weiss. Tensions rose. Oh, I'm sure. We diffused the tension. Did you diffuse the tension? How quickly? I would say that, like, give it within the week. I was going to say, it was not the same Not day. the day. Yeah. Not the day. Because I think that there was, like, a how could you? You said that? No, I think... You were John copying Paul, his outfit? I know you're listening. John Paul, you copied John Paul's outfit? You okay. guys. Okay. I, are you, if, you, if you're not noticing a theme we're yet, we have almost, a copycat in the presence here. I'm going to need John Paul to almost call it at one point. I I personally believe that he copied my outfit. Um, and this is me airing my dirty laundry, but I do believe it was copied. And by all means, like looking back on it, you could have that outfit. The math adds up that it was you copying the outfit. I'm easily influenced and I'm easily inspired. That That's doesn't not, mean I copy. Yes, it does. You copy. You copy tests. You copy outfits. Don't project outfits on me. Maybe, maybe sometimes recently but not in high school okay high school i felt like i started my own i was that like that sad bitch wearing vineyard vines this was senior year who were you inspired by i know that i know that if we're gonna I'm, we're tarnishing john paul's reputation this episode and then we're gonna continue to <laughs> no. i know that like you brought him toward the vineyard vine side you brought me to the vineyard vine side yes. like you did that um, we helped we we guided each other along see? the way who did you who did you look towards for that was it mitt romney Oh, oh, um, it wasn't Mitt. Um, was it like his sons or something? It could have been like of that genre of person. A Republican, a young Republican. And like Kyle James Patrick. I had his bracelets. Yeah. yeah, I think that like that was my inspiration. Prep, I don't, there was something about that prep outfit for me. Something that, about prep, get on it. Get, guys, get on it. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. You're going to do that? <laughs> You're gonna do that the here. Fact that this podcast has been us going back and forth, <laughs> one of us not having prep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna do that. Um, yeah, no, you really became like a little prep, a prepper. I I became the the prepster of a school where I don't think that was of the norm. And you said salmon shorts, salmon pants, mm-hmm. salmon shirt, yeah. anything salmon. And you anything. were swimming upstream. Instead of seeing another salmon, salmon I'm seeing a bear. Really? Because really? I'm, I'm seeing, seeing a whale. whale. My lacrosse coach actually looked me in the face when I was wearing one of the outfits and he said, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are wearing oh, that? Your lacrosse coaches were trying to get you to kill yourself. No, that's what it was, right? Yeah. Now that I look back on it, I'm like, they wanted me dead. Dead. That's said, a ditch. You shouldn't be wearing that to the school. And I mean, they kind of read me and they, you know, why are you limiting my, my self-expression? I actually can't wait to see how you're depicted on television. Contrary to your prep and prep, I had now entered my grunge, my grunge 70s alternative Tumblr skinny jean Nirvana t-shirt denim jacket era. Which I don't think I've ever really truly left. No. I like, think that like that was the That was me being style. like, this is who I am. And I was learning that from Kanye West. Um, from <laughs> everything in that 70s show. Tumblr was a big inspo, as we just said. And that time for me, I was like, I am so fucking cool. Like, mm-hmm. it was the first time, especially... I wonder if having a uniform helped me, like, disguise it. Because I was like, 
able to show up four times a year in normal clothes and like put effort into that experience where I was like, I'm going to show up and show up. And I do think... You know, wipe the floor clean. And each dress down day, I think I showed up as a different character. Like, I think that like... Because one time I was in flannel shirt, denim jacket, Nirvana tee, black skinny jeans, Doc Martens, like full cool Tumblr kid. One time I was in... Vineyard Vines color block, um, button down. You love that color block. Fake glasses, like went full opposite aesthetic. I went Jonah Hill in The Wolf of Wall Street was what I was going for. Like Sperry's, like went that vibe. So I think I was like just trying out different characters. Yeah. And someone once told me that recent, not that long ago, said you always show up in costume. You don't dress. You wear costumes. And I do think that's true. And I feel like that evolved in high school with those limited opportunities. How did you take that? It was, um, it was honestly, it was a supermodel who told me that. So okay. I took it as like a little bit of a compliment. I was like, that's kind of chic to say. That's kind of chic to show up in costume. Yeah, to show yeah. up in costume. I think it's true. I think I've slowly stopped doing that, but I'm going back into it. I, I don't want think, costumes again. I don't think it's a problem. I, no, it's no. Ex- exploration. It's, it is because again, like what doesn't change is you. Mm-hmm. But what can change is what's on the outside. And what can change? You can change your name and you can change, change your, your clothes. clothes. You can change your mind. That's just the, the way, way it goes. goes. You can become say royal. Say goodbye and you can say hello. But you'll always, always find your way back, back home to royal. To royal. The Vineyard Vines lasted for me, I think, all the way through. Yeah, it lasted for about five years. Yeah, it made its way through college, didn't it? Through not? college into Boston. Yeah, to Boston. I brought Vineyard Vines to Boston. I don't know if you brought Vineyard Vines to Boston. I have a strong feeling Vineyard Vines' presence in Boston was heavily documented prior to your arrival in that city. Oh, Joe, it's like started. There. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I didn't necessarily bring Vineyard Vines but to Boston. You brought your but Vineyard I brought Vines, Vines there. Vines right, 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 right. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it is interesting. Like, why were you styling yourself as like a 60-year-old dad? divorcee dad, Republican dad? Why was I doing that? Yeah. Listen. This is why your lips are chapped. Because I'm sucking All you do them. is suck them dry. Mm-hmm. All day. It's because that when they when you have this surface area, you want some wetness on oh, that lip. chapstick. I know, but then I... There's so many problems. I have so many problems. <laughs> uh, but I will say, with your vines... It wasn't necessarily. It was the aesthetic. I did love the pops of colors because oh, it was I'm the sizing. gay. We talked about it this. was the sizing, the sizing. Yeah. again. When you have a large that actually is a triple XL, I'm yeah, loving it. Of course, I'm yeah, like, it's, I'm it's a affirming. medium. It was affirming. It was affirming, and it, all it took was two large men to create a company. Yes, and I was in a. I was in on it, and it was like eighty dollars for a short sleeve button down. But you would find me at the outlets. Yes, you love the Tanger outlets. I would get my like lacrosse belt, and I would leave. Those goddamn fucking flip flops. It the, always comes back to a flip flop. The lacrosse flops, and those flip flops didn't fit. They didn't fit my feet, and that's literally fine. Wow. Um, so Vineyard Vines wasn't inclusive. Not to the wide footers. Yeah, well, I'm shocked. Okay, regardless, like, I'm not going to wear a flip-flop again. No, you should. I do like my Javianas. The, your what? Exactly. Your whom? Mm-hmm. Javiana? Yeah. Grande? <laughs> my Javiana Grandes. What are Javianas? Joe, they're like the it flop. 
in Brazil. This is when I was so desperate to smoke a fucking joint. And I would lie. And I would lie. You know this. I've taught. I've come clean. Yeah, of course. I would po- I would take... I would be obviously alone in my room, as I was almost every mm-hmm. day of my life. And I would take a bunch of pictures of me where I was like really squinting and like raising my eyebrows and like googling like what do high people look like and like replicating it and then like posting it to like tumblr and being like out with the girls and like knowing that like frank or Mm. sarah or like anyone who knew me from school would be like who does he hang out with and that's was this was the benefit who does he hang out with andrew must be a stoner this was the benefit of the farmingdale versus anthony's i had two kind of social lives at this time and neither was too clued in to the opposite end of it. So I was able to lie up both sides. Do you oh, know what I mean? okay. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. So for Samson's kids, I was like, I'm hanging out with the Dalers so tonight. Sick. And for the Dalers, I was like, I'm hanging out with the Friars tonight. And like, I was able to like... And at the end of the day, you were hanging out with no one. Maybe my mom. And she was both. She was a Daler and, and a, a Friar. Friar. Yeah, so I was I was actually telling the truth. You were. But I was like, yeah, I, I remember this picture. There's a video of me. I had... I was so desperate to be perceived as a stoner. Like, so desperate. I don't know why I thought it would be the coolest thing I could possibly do at that time. Because um, you're, like, breaking the norm. Like, you're... I guess. I was like, I'm edgy. edgy. I'm edgy. And again, Miley was smoking so much weed. That's actually literally why. Like, Miley was smoking, so I had to start smoking. And I was so afraid to smoke that I actually chose to... At one point, I had a fog machine in my room, and I was inhaling the fog and breathing it so, out to take pictures. I that's Carson. You were yeah, I was just about to say. You were taking in fog, fog from a fog machine. I was doing fog rips. You were doing hookah fog rips. Yes, and, the, and it, like it was blowing out like like the pictures. Just like it's like my mouth is a fog machine. Like it doesn't look like <laughs> weed. Um, and that was a tough time for me for sure, for sure, for sure. I mean, I know we've talked about my twerking, but like I have, if I'm like retrospectively looking back at my senior year like being at people's houses and being at people's parties i'll never forget being at mary kate thompson's house where her parents were in the kitchen and we were all gathered around and um booty me down came on and i actually um didn't was this in her backyard it was in her backyard yes yeah i have the video of it yeah i have the video and to this day we can show it my ass was my ass was Spaces. Yeah. I was twerking, I was hitting the ground, I was gyrating. And in the video, you hear Mary Kate say, My parents are in the kitchen. My parents are here. Oh my god, Andrew, my parents, my mom sees you. Yes. And that. You'd rather be dead. That for me was so troubling. <laughs> that, like, you'll see it in the video too, because I like. Nervous. Be- but I didn't want to come off as too nervous. So you kept going. So I kept going for like. <laughs> for, like Five more seconds. Yeah, I was course. like, I'll stop. <laughs> I'll stop now. But yeah, because you couldn't let that stop you from you couldn't let dull your sparkle. No, you know? because then like, I was like, "What's up, ladies? Hey, 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 girls." Obviously, again, senior year, I'm writing senior essays. I did do my shots to write my college essay. We talked about that. Yes. An amazing experience for me. I was like drinking alone in my basement a lot at this time. Really? Like, more than five times. I was, like, doing... And I would say more than once or twice could cause an alarm. Uh, five times isn't that many in, like, a school year. But were you, like, taking shots in the basement? Yeah, I was doing shots in of um, Pinnacle Whip. And I, then I would watch, like, the Royal Tenenbaums. Or, like, Les Mis. 
and like just sit in the basement and watch that. Just like a little bit drunk. And like read the script as I was watching it. I guess like, yeah, that was your vice instead of like people probably would just smoke weed and do something like yeah, that. And but you were like, if I was able shots. to smoke weed, if I was smoking weed, it would actually be an ideal time for me. Yeah. Um, no, I was just doing pinnacle whip shots. What was, okay. Can we talk about the chokehold of pinnacle? The thing is that pinnacle, specifically pinnacle whip. And the pinnacle Swedish, Swedish fish, fish. Poison. Disgusting. Where is the deep, deep, deeply layered class action lawsuit investigating what that was doing to our bodies and our minds it, and our souls? It, it, uh, yeah, our, our digestive s- system. Yeah, what was it? It wasn't vodka. No, it was like a really troubling acetone meat sugar combo. How does it get, how do you get it to taste like that? Did you think it tasted like it? No, but I'm saying like the artificial everything. Yeah. I was putting that shit in a water bottle and I was taking it down this throat. For what? You were just doing like, you were just chugging it? I was taking, sh- yeah, I would be like doing that. and then I, I miss doing that. You miss binge drinking? Yeah, I really do kind of miss binge drinking. That's... Do you know what I mean? I haven't been <sighs> drunk in that way and had a good time. In maybe two years. I know, but I, I don't know if I necessarily miss binge drinking. <laughs> I don't know like, if I can agree with that I'm one. I'm just like, I miss the freedom I had yeah. mentally at the time. The feeling at the time was like, I, again, binge drinking, especially in high school or like earlier on comes from the fact that we can't drink until we're 21. Right. So we're like, let's fuck. This is for the system, whatever. Yeah. And we're drinking and then you're just like, ah, having yes. the best time of your life because yeah. I'm doing something. I shouldn't be. Do you remember L.I. Party Stories? Oh my God. I'll never forget when Jill Webb was featured on L.I. Party Stories. And I was like, you're never going to college, babe. (laughs) I was like, good luck. Good luck getting a job. I was so deeply, like, I'm sure everyone, every town in America had uh, like, Inst- was it an Instagram account? No, it was a, it was I thought it was Snapchat. Oh, was it a Snapchat? Yeah, and like you would go through the stories. And it was like m- submitted like user submitted videos yeah. from like parties, or high school parties across yeah. Long Island. People and like was, jumping on pong tables. Yeah, like, like sometimes boys with their dicks out. Yeah. Sometimes I loved those. Yeah. Um and it was I know. <laughs> I remember a lot of those. Yeah, so, it was the, tough. the culture is get as drunk as close to the point of death as possible yes. and then share it on social media, which makes more people be like, I should do that so that I could get those shares. Yes. Project X was also like this time. Everything was Project X. Yeah. Like everything was to its scariest possible level. Project X. Yeah. Every ha- like part house parties would be Project trying X. to replicate that. Especially yeah. if there's a pool. It's like, you guys, it's going to be literally Project X. Like, okay. I'm like, didn't people die? Yeah. I'm like, why were you like chasing that? <laughs> yeah. And you want to like show that's happening. That's something that I never understood. That's why I was like, I'm not, if I'm drinking, don't put me on your stories. Oh, right? yeah. Because again, it goes back to your, I'm not getting into college. Right. Because that was the mentality. Being like, if you were to share this about me and somebody caught wind, I would I'm never done. go I to college. I can't recover. I'll never get a job. Never get a job. That was the other threat. It was always that. It was like, the way that, and I guess it's changed because now I feel like these teenagers put everything on fucking TikTok yeah. in a crazy way. But like, it was like with Tumblr too. It was like Tumblr had to be secret because it was we were all like in this circle of trust where it was like these things can't get out because we can't get into colleges and we can't go to yeah can't get jobs. And like it was always like be careful what you put on Facebook. 
because colleges go through your Facebook photos. No, the fuck they, they didn't. No, they fucking did it. You, you think, think that these admissions counselors, counselors has going time every single applicant's Facebook albums? Why did we believe that? Yeah, we all did. Who was doing that? We all. I did. firmly was like, absolutely, this is true. Like, mm-hmm. there was like, there'd be like a picture of me with a red solo cup, and I was like, this can't be on Facebook no. because it would imply that I was because I had diet coke. In yeah, there. of course. Yeah, because it's a cup. That's they, crazy. He, we lived in fear. We lived in fear. Terror. These. Listen. These adults at the time, teachers, people in, across the board, the anxiety that they created when oh. it came to drinking, when it came to schooling, when it came to like, even I felt the same thing about a damn regents. And maybe that was just me, the regents but they were like, exams. if you don't do well in the regents, colleges do look at that. They do. Colleges do look at and that. And you might not get into college <laughs> if you don't do well on the earth science regents. I'm like, why are I didn't give a fat fuck. I know you didn't. About I know regents. You didn't. And no, I was like, so- I don't even want to go to a state school. So fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you like still have a lot of un- unresolved trauma coming up right now with this yeah, one. I feel heated. Yeah. I but can tell. I'm happy that I'm not, I'm confused, but I'm happy. You're happy, free, confused, and lonely at the same, same time. time. Oh, that's what she was talking about. Yeah, the that's Regents. what being twenty-two is. Is the Regents? That um, makes sense. The Regents were insane. Standardized testing was insane. APs were insane. I All didn't really s- take many APs. Yeah. I took like AP English. I talked about this. Got like a two on the yeah. AP English exam, which is. I should go back and revisit that because I do. I can't imagine that that was right. Do you no. know what I mean? No, they messed up. Because I did better than if you. there's one thing I know, it's English. If there's one thing I've mastered, it's this language. It's the English language. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a tough one. Macroeconomics, getting your wisdom teeth out. Yeah. What? Us learning economics. Why was I learning macro and microeconomics? I couldn't tell you one fucking thing about the GDP. I was 17 years old. You're like the GD who? Like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, just like teach me how to write a check. I and still if don't you know. You didn't pass micro and macroeconomics, you couldn't graduate. I know people who didn't graduate high school because of the- on time because they couldn't pass economics. Micro and macro or just plain economics? Plain economics. Yeah. That was the one course that you literally could not fail. Economics? Economics. And it's like trickle-down shit? It was, it was, and I mean, it was troubling if you couldn't pass it, but you know what? No, I was, I'm not saying that's like an easy thing to do. It's like, why the fuck does it fucking matter? It doesn't matter. And it's crazy that, I mean, I guess, I guess there are important things to know, kind of, but like there are so, that's, that's like forcing people to be in the same major or like learn that same thing. And if you, again, if you're not good at something like that, yeah. to hold them to that same standard. Yeah. I but hate it. Then I was like, I passed. I got it. Finance. I was like supply and literal demand. I was, I was taking a bunch of AP classes senior year, but they were the easiest fucking Mrs. Davis, God bless her. Were you taking God. like AP, like universe shit? No, you wish. You wish. I was taking, my cl- the classes were business, AP business, AP business law. Um, I took another like business, I took like three business classes. You were a business major. Yeah, that was a business major, as we all know, yeah. for a year. And I couldn't pass macroeconomics and recognize I'm done with this shit. Um, but I just sat in that room, we just watched Shark Tank all day. All we did was just watch Shark Tank. And that's a good that's a good 
point for our listeners. If you're a business major, just watch, just watch Shark, Shark Tank. Tank. Why would you go to school when you could just watch Shark, Shark Tank? Tank? Because what Shark Tank's going to do for you is actually probe some thought in your mind to think about how you can fix something that might need to be fixed and how to pitch it and how to present yourself in any situation. Because when you're in front of Barbara Co- Cochran, what are you going to do? You're going to be nervous? No, you're not. No. But that's what you learn through Shark Tank business majors. Don't go to college. Don't go to college. No, I said this to my mom yesterday, and she freaked out as if I was like, remember, you were there on FaceTime. When mm-hmm. I was like, I, I didn't have to go to college. She was like, yes, you did. Oh, she did. Yes, she was you like, did. You're, Everything you did <laughs> in college is makes sense now. If you didn't go, the business. <laughs> the business. Like, Look, I took one business class. <laughs> I'm like, and we do talk finances, finances. A lot. A lot. Especially on this podcast, we talk finance. This is a financial advisory podcast. I, it's what not to do. Do you think we add that in our tags? Yes, is finance. Finance? Yeah. I think that could grit create a whole new market a new niche for us because i do think that anybody in the finance industry should hear the conversation we just had about shark tank yes and should hear us talk about the gdp yeah what is the gdp um gross domestic um product product, product. you're so right is you it sound about right yeah. i did get my wisdom teeth out and i didn't take that i didn't really take my final oh you got those teeth out uh-huh. amazing time i loved that i'll just say i have the wisest teeth you still have your wisdom teeth then? Yeah, they grew in perfect. When are you going to grow up? No, see, the thing is, I am growing up because I think I'm just a, the next form of ev- like evolution. Like, I'm a different species. Because not everybody gets their teeth to grow in like that, but like my frame just worked that way. Mine were severely impacted. Yeah. If anything, that mouth has been... Severely impacted. impacted. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um... This was the time, again, I was directing this fall play. Yes, you were. Has anyone, I want to ask a question to our listeners, and I need an answer. Has anyone on this goddamn planet heard of the play Turn Back the Clock? Has anyone? Has anyone? I I oh, know there's one person out there in Milwaukee. That's screwed. Who's like, what the fuck? Like, I did Turn Back the Clock. Our Nebraska listeners are freaking, freaking out. out. Someone has done Turn Back the Clock, but that's what I directed, and then I did... Oh, anything goes. Anything a classic, goes. and that was one of the most dramatic days of my entire life. Except when the cast list went up and shit went down, and I was ratting people out. I was screenshotting. I was sharing it with our dean. I was sharing it with our brother Joshua, brother Gary. It's a crazy day. Oh my! Gosh. I was willing to sell everyone out because I wanted to be Billy. Yeah, you should tell us. I almost got it. I didn't actually almost get it. If I if had, I just I never auditioned. You should have. I should have just auditioned for that one. You should have, because I really would have nailed it. I was giving mask too, you know. You always, always. Have been. I've always been giving masculine. Yeah, yeah. With this race hat, I could be fooled. You could be fooled. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <sighs> yeah. How did you feel about senior cut day? I did that. I you think. did. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I did do. Yeah. I did. There was do there that. was that feeling. Did you like of, go to the beach or some shit? Yeah, I went to the beach. I can find a picture, but I was in the same jacket I showed up to the first time when I was in the woods. That that baby blue raincoat from mm-hmm. Vineyard Vines with my um, salmon shorts, looking like I had a toupee. And you, was the raincoat a body image thing? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Are we still Thank constantly, bo- like, are you right now, is this a little bit body image? Like, do you feel 
affirmed currently. I do. Same. Yeah. Because, again, when you go through um, that, it's like I was wearing sweatshirts in any weather. And all I cared about, like, at that age, the most important thing for me was, like, how can I let everyone think that, like, the my chest and my stomach are flat? Uh, and, like, I would wear, like, I would wear a vest, I would wear a jacket, I'd wear a sweatshirt, stop. anything to be, like... Stop. My Vineyard Vines vest is the only reason I wore that. Of course. That was, like, oh, And it was, like, it. who were we fooling? We weren't fooling Why did we think anyone? we were one-dimensional? We were fooling ourselves. We were fooling ourselves. Yeah. Episode's all about fooling yourself. Yeah. But, like, to this day, I will dress around those insecurities. Yes. Which is crazy. Yeah. And it helps, it helps develop a personal style, but, like, at what cost? At, yeah. At, at wearing that at fucking therapy, blue... At the blue raincoat? That blue raincoat. That blue raincoat, your dailers half zip? My dailers half zip. My, again, any sweatshirt, any anything. I, I would look at the pictures and I was like, oh, especially on senior cut day, I do remember putting on that jacket because I was like, there is a slight wind. And there is potential for rain. So this jacket is justified. I was always... You had to. You had to justify If it. you were a chubby teen, you had to justify everything you wore yep. by the weather. And again, me and you talk about this. We, like, we used to, we. This is something we would both talk about as kids. We'd be like, we can't wait for the day we could wear a tank top. That yeah. was... We would always say that. Like, one day we're going to wear tank tops. That yeah. was a goal yeah. we had. And it, it like it felt like a far off goal. Yes. It was like a uh, because oh my god, you literal guys. It with the tank top, it was like the day that I you can't see like a my side, side boob. boob. Yeah. Is the day that like I'm gonna feel comfortable wearing that. I just remember being children and saying that to each other and being like, that is a goal I have. And it was like yeah, like, the lesson here that everyone needs to internalize truly is, like, there's always going to be something you hate about yourself. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter where, what direction you take, you can gain weight, you can lose weight, you can gain muscle, you can lose muscle, you can shave your body, you can grow your body hair. Like, you can do anything in the world to yourself. But none of that is going to fix like your mind and your heart and your spirit and so you're always gonna look for something else to hate like there's always gonna be another problem another reason you can't wear mm-hmm. the fucking tank top mm-hmm. like for me now i'm like oh i don't have arms big enough to wear a tank top i still wear t- I, i've yeah. gotten past the problem but i'm like oh if my arms are bigger i'd be more likely to wear this tank top like yeah and it's like when, like the cycle will never end unless I choose to end it. Yeah. Unless I'm like, I'm going to wear the fucking tank top. And I'm like, going to do this fucking thing. I'm going to not wear a shirt. I'm going to like not be so obsessed with the problems yeah. and just be comfortable. Yeah. And that, that's the thing. It's like, why are you, especially when we were in high school, I mean, still now it, it has, it's again, hard to reverse, but it's slowly happening. But why are we putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations? We're creating the space to feel uncomfortable when you literally can show up and be like, no, this I'm, is me. This is me. What, like, again, like, we're, we're alive. We're healthy. You're, you have friends. You're surrounded by all these people. But, like, you're battling things in your head because of, like, 
how you feel you're perceived. Like, which is not even how you're perceived. Right. That's the whole, that's the scariest part. I think if we described ourselves and then described each other, we would describe two completely different people. Like the way that we see ourselves is so opposite the way anyone else sees us. Was senior year pitch perfect? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Lord. Lord. I said this to you this week and I mean it. If Lord chose to start a religion, I would gen and this is not even me trying to be funny. This is not me like being dramatic. Like I really do, and in this very scary and very real way, I would join her religion immediately in a heart like in yeah. a heartbeat. If it meant like moving across the world, if it meant like paying her a thousand dollars a month, like whatever it took, I would immediately listen to yeah. her. At seventeen, when she dropped pure heroin, like it was a culture shift because like we had Alana, we had like a Marina and the diamonds. Like there was, there were women making this kind of music, but there wasn't like a kid making this kind of music yet. And her being the same age as us and putting out this music about like being a teenager and like losing your childhood and like feeling grown up, but still feeling like a kid, Mm -hmm. like, and that coming to me that year, like senior year of high school, I was like, you know everything, and I will forever, forever stand her, yeah. like in a crazy way. And then melodrama that come out. It's like I think it's about the age thing. Like no yeah. matter what age she is, we're gonna be the same age. Yeah. And like whatever she's dealing with in a much larger capacity, like she's dealing with like fame and being from New Zealand, like I'm dealing with growing up on the farm. farm. And like that, it's like that kind of artist at level. It's very oh well. The crazy thing I realized is that she's a disciple of Taylor Swift. Yes, the the she's Swift, the real lord here. The Swiftian religion is so deep. The lore goes so deep. Taylor Swift is, and I'm not calling her Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. It's a Friday night. Applebee's. Applebee's. <laughs> Actually, Applebee's. You finished my sentence. That's exactly what it is. It's Applebee's. It's Applebee's because, again, when you're in high school and you're like, I'm not drinking, I'm choosing to go to Applebee's tonight, half apps. There is nothing more important culturally than an American teenager going to half apps at yeah. Applebee's. I, you're staying up late. It's 10 p.m. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to get the buffalo wing. I'm going to get the... the the sampler platter. The trio? What is You're it? getting the trio. Getting the I'm trio. just getting the honey barbecue. I, the honey bonus. barbecue. What about the fucking the mac the mac and cheese? The penne? The three the four cheese penne with the barbecue chicken on top? Was that half price for you? No. I was going to this all from rings. That's crazy. You were getting the honey barbecue boneless rings. Yeah, of course. Again with extra ranch, dunking it in there, and then actually getting to a point of sickness. Sickness? Yeah. And then having to get behind a wheel and drive uh, home. And drop me off. Drop you off. Yeah. I mean, that's high school in a nutshell. That is the best. It was like, and you would go to Applebee's and everyone was there. The who's who It was town. like, who's out at the airport plaza Applebee's tonight? Like, who are we going to see? And, and then like, you would see them and be like, oh, hey, hey, you're here too? That's so fun. We just came from the movie theater. It was, I think that, like, Applebee's deserves more credit for raising a generation of American teenagers. Yeah. Like, genuinely bringing us into adulthood. Like, in, in that way, it was kind of aftercare. It, Applebee's, Applebee's is aftercare. aftercare. I would say Applebee's, though, is inherently heterosexual and in a non-ally way. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, Applebee's is, like, for straight people. For straight people 
who, yeah, we shouldn't have felt comfortable going yes. into that space. But when you have anything half price, it becomes inherently queer. It becomes queer. It becomes queer because then it becomes just inclusive. You're so right. You're exactly right. It's com- yeah. it's communism. Yeah, and they had they did have like the fruitiest sangria. They it's, not that I had it, but I mean, I know I had that one if, recently. If I it's had that an apple fruity, sangria recently from Applebee's. That's just pure sugar. It's just it's just sugar. Applebee's is straight. Panera is pansexual. Pansexual. I do believe Joe, the Cheesecake Factory is bisexual. I think you're actually so right. And like I bisexual know. in a threatening way. Yes. Threateningly bisexual. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Chili's. Chili's is gay. You think Chili's is gay? Is it the beer battered chicken tenders? It's the sizzling fajita. It's the drama and it's the stink of it's a sizzling the fajita. Stink. Nothing gayer Nothing. than drama and a, a lingering after smell. Mm-hmm. Who, what's the most lesbian one? Hula hands? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> oh my, my god. god. I do feel like Panera is very sapphic, but I still think that it covers all. Panera is a lesbian. Let's be honest. Panera is a lesbian for sure. Hula hands is almost pansexual. Yeah. Like, Hula hands seems like a swinger. Yeah. Joe's Crab Shack. There's Joe's Crab Shack. Have you ever had a positive experience in a no, Joe's Crab no. Shack? No, 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 no. Don't they just feel like a disaster zone? Yeah. Like something terrible was happened on the ground they were built on? Like, why are there that many crabs at Joe's? And the yeah, weirdly like sexual shirts. It's like, it's I like, got I crabs. Crabby the down Beach. there. Yeah. And you're like. And I was like, mom, I need it. It's just my name. I'm almost thinking friendless could be asexual. Yeah. There's like Cracker Barrel, which... Cracker Barrel is a conservative... Conservative Christian. But again, like... And I'm not justifying the conservative Christians out there, but like, sometimes you just want... Oh, Mama D's French toast. Is that what it's called? Yeah, no. I'm willing to swing that way for (laughs) Cracker Barrel. I'm willing to boat roll beef for fucking (laughs) Cracker Barrel. Like... (laughs) prom i don't know there's so much drama with a prom mm-hmm. you know it's it's asking someone i asked my prom date out with an apples to apples card remember <gasps> apples to apples being the biggest thing i do remember that. we were obsessed with apples to apples mm-hmm. um that was honestly a slight on my part like i like fit it into her deck so that when we were all playing at her party it like she got her she got given a deck of cards and one of the cards was a custom apples to apples card that said prom with joe was this the party that i showed up as santa no that was another party good children to the guidance office hi i really relate to what you and andrew oh my god oh my god why do i assume this is true (laughs) Um, i really relate to both of your takes on being mean when you were in high school there was like a for sure, like, a presence of, like, meanness and, like, the funny bully who, like, wasn't a characteristically, like, mean bully that punched people in the face, but, like, socially, you know, it was part of being cool and fitting in, just, like, being a general bully. I feel like I was a general bully when I was younger, and I think about it, and it really sucks and makes me feel bad, and I guess the question is, how do you reconcile with 
being a kid who might have caused harm or hurt other people's feelings when you were younger? Like, what is your therapy for that, I think? Whatever. Bye. I bet that's a great frame for the entire episode. That's a really great, great framework. Because I would say senior year is absolutely when I became the most villainous version of myself. Mm -hmm. Like, it is... Yeah, it's a time to be a fucking bitch. It's because it's the time where you feel like you have the most power. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm going to use that power to, like, step into this next chapter in my life as the person that I wanted to be. Because the time is fleeting and, like, you might damage your reputation, but you're, quote unquote, never going to see those people again. So what do you care? Nope. And it is, it is a place where I do feel sick. Yes. About myself when I was in high school and that's why like I feel like post grad I kind of pushed everyone yeah same oh yeah because I'm I'm kind of embarrassed like I found being flashy Mm. as a way for me to feel cool yeah of course and I wanted the validation that way of course and looking back on it i'm like that couldn't have been less me like i actually don't really care now like yeah, you really don't i don't like i will wear literally anything that you give me i will get whatever right but then i was like i needed to prove something and for that yeah. i am sorry <laughs> yeah it was a lot of that like i think it was I mean, as I think the main thing about being a teenager is also, like, you're always looking for the way to make yourself not the, like, the prey. Mm-hmm. So if there's someone weaker than you, you're like, look at them. Yeah. Don't look at me. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was also the vibe for me. I was like, oh, I can, like, point to this person as the problem so that you're not bullying me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that very often. And I created a lot of problems. And I created a lot of gossip and drama and you know just things like that yeah those are like light things to handle especially when you're in high school for sure it it definitely is a learning do you feel like you've learned i mean yeah and i do think i'm still stuck like i still feel like i'm like oh i'm a horrible person because of like those experiences and it's like okay we can we can like learn and grow and like pay attention to like what was mutual what was one-sided etc etc because when you're 17 like Again, you're still a kid, but you're still, like, going back to the meanness, like, just because you were mean in high school doesn't mean that you're mean now. I think that it's a, it was a product of a lot of insecurities. And yeah. that's bullying in general. We've talked about it. But, like, if I wasn't, quote, unquote, mean, but I do think I was a bitch. A bitch. A bitch um, is a great way to put it. Yeah. And I, it was all based on insecurity. Yeah, I never sought out to make someone else's day harder. No. But if it came to with... To make my day better. I would have let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I want to start doing TED Talks. I'm over this. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm starving. What All the right. hell? You guys, I know we've been doing boards this week. I mean, week. boards <laughs> boards for the past couple of weeks, but I simply... You're over it? It's not that I'm over it. I think I'm going to come back with a few more. I just, like, didn't want to do it. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. These are chocolate Dunkaroo? They only had the chocolates. And this is the thing. I love Dunkaroos. And a today we chocolate have- Dunkaroo? It's not, why does it not have a Dunkaroo at all? What's the point? I'm confused, but I'm happy for you. Say what you, you want. You don't think it tastes like weed? No. Mine literally tastes like, like, like an edible. 
like actually to a crazy point. Does yours have like liquid on top of it? Yeah. If you told me this was like an edible Dunkaroo, I'd believe you. I'll eat it. Can you imagine? We're stoned out of our minds. This is the thing about a Dunkaroo. I think it's incredible that they were allowing kids to just dunk cookies and frosting. Like, that's so iconic. Like, it literally, like, there's no nutritional value to that. It's just for pure pleasure. And sometimes in life, we just need pleasure. And with the chocolate as opposed to the confetti, confetti, number one. The chocolate, tell me it doesn't taste a little bit like brownie batter. It does taste a little bit like brownie batter, but I'm not obsessed with it. I ate the whole thing. Um, wow, what a fun little episode. I had a great time. I had a great time. I feel like a mindset shift was needed. You feel like we've entered a new era of good children in the podcast. And I do believe that, like, senior year out of all of the years, like, it all came to a, a head of, like, what we were going through. Especially yeah. body, like, like schooling. Everything happened in senior year because we felt it was so important. Yeah. And before that next stage in our lives... But I'm happy to put a... I'm going to homeschool my kids. You, I'm so scared. They're going to be so pale. I'm so scared for you. They're going to be the palest kids you've ever seen. If you haven't gotten a ticket yet, our LA show is on, on Monday. Monday. Monday, March 20th. We will it's see you there. And the if energy is going to be electric. Oh, it's going to be insane. And if you're going to miss that one, you want to come to San, San Diego. Diego on and even 20... if you were in LA come and you still want to go to San, San Diego, Diego to switch it up. trip. On a Tuesday night. On a Tuesday night. We'll see you there. On the 21st. On the 21st. And then if you can't make that, we'll see you in San Francisco Francisco on April April 2nd. 2nd. The day after April Fool's Day. And if you can't Can't make make that, that, we'll see you you in Seattle. April 3rd. Seattle. April 3rd in Seattle. And if you can't make all that, if you're an East Coast girly and you want to be up at 10.30 p.m. for one of the craziest, truly most unhinged nights of our entire lives, come to the Boston Late Show on April 27th. Come to the Boston Late Show. And I know you guys are begging. I hear you in Chicago. I hear you in Nebraska. I hear you in Nebraska. I hear you in Miami. And I hear you in Salt Lake City. But the thing is, we're just two gay two boys. boys that are trying to make their rounds. And so we're we'll see you there. Gonna get there. We're so gonna soon. get there. Don't don't stop begging. No, don't I stop begging because like I'll probably see you in like May to June. Yeah, for sure. So um and Philadelphia. Don't forget to do your homework. homework. Spread the good word. Like, rate, comment, review. I would like to see a few more reviews. I would like to see a review bump. I would. I I would actually. I do. And this could be be a good point for you guys to stop what you're doing and and, and leave a little something. Leave a little review. You know that we we need applause to live. Um, (laughs) And my love language is words of affirmation. So if that doesn't tell you what I need. You are so talented. And if you guys want to be featured in the next episode of Good Children, give us a call at 516-366-0826. That's 516-366-0826. Drop a question. Tell us a long story. Give us some topics you want to hear us talk about, and we will play your call if it is funny, and we will include it in the episode. So see you next week. See you next week. As we go on, as we go on, we remember all the times we shared together. You don't know any words. You don't know words. Um, you just don't know lyrics to anything. 
Joe, I just like I can't do this. Like sometimes I just want to like sing the songs the way that I want to sing the songs. 